are listening to a short cast from the London School of Economics and Political Science shaping the post-COVID world series, a digested version of our live online public event series. This event was recorded on 9th October 2020. A full version is available to download via the LSE website or from your usual podcast provider. Welcome to this LSE online event. My name is Angelo Martelli and I'm an assistant professor in European and International Political Economy here at the LSE. I'm delighted to chair today's conversation on growth and solidarity, cities reimagining human mobility in Africa and Europe. Cities are today at the forefront of global action with mayors working together and leading the way to find innovative and workable solutions to global challenges such as COVID-19 pandemic and its recovery, combating climate change and fostering green economy. The Mayor's Dialogue is a platform for mayors across Africa and Europe to work together in practical ways to address the reality of human mobility in urban settings. I am therefore delighted to welcome our speakers today, the Mayor of Freetown, uh, Yvonne Aki-Sawyer, and the Mayor of Milan, Giuseppe Sala, who both initiated this initiative. Thank you for joining us. Let me also welcome our other speakers, Marta Foresti, who is director of ODI Europe, who is actually working closely with the mayors and CDs to deliver the dialogue, and Professor Ricky Burdet, director of LSCCDs, will be responding to the initiative uh, in the broader context of city-led action around the world. My first question is, can you tell us how the mayor's dialogue came about and what it wants to achieve? Mayor Aki Sawyer? The floor is yours. Well, Mayor Giuseppe and myself are both members of the Mayor's Migration Council, a council which was set up really with a vision to have mayors from across the world join their voices in pushing forward advocacy in ensuring that the global compact of migration is influenced and implemented in a manner that makes sense for those who are at the forefront of dealing with irregular migration or migration generally. It was in that context, a context which recognizes that although they are very often left out or had been left out of the policy making, it is mayors, it is city leaders who deal with migration, whether from the perspective of Mayor Giuseppe, who is mayor of a city of destination, or myself, a mayor of a city of origin, when it comes to international migration, but I'm also a city of a mayor of destination when it comes to rural migration. These have big impacts on our communities, on our cities, and we have to deal with the housing, with the sanitation, with the water provision, etc. But very often our voices are not heard because the international settings in which these conversations are held tend to focus on national voices. Now, on that same point, As we met together, Mayor Giuseppe and myself, we got into a conversation with other colleagues about how negative the narrative around migration has become in contrast to the reality of what history has shown us. What history has shown us is that migration has often fueled growth. It's often added and enriched cities. It's often been a catalyst for further economic development. But in today's society, it has become almost a bad word. And as a city of origin, 
we also find a situation where people fail to recognize what is lost when migration is done in an irregular fashion. So the mayor's dialogue was conceived from the viewpoint of being able to capitalize on the positive history of migration and to frame an engagement which will allow the best of migration to come forward. And at the city level, we believe that we can work together as cities to make migration something which allows opportunities to flourish, to very practically work together in a manner in which we can develop, test, and scale innovative ideas. Because the people who are coming to Milan, the people who are leaving Freetown or Dakar or Banjul, the people who are leaving Makeni or Kenema, in my case, in terms of internal migration, have something to offer. But it's how they're received and how this process is worked on that will enable us to get the most out of it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mayor Arti Sawyer. Now move on to Mayor Sala. When Mayor Arti Sawyer and I met at the first Mayor Migration Council Leadership Board meeting, we did not know each other, nor our city had an ongoing uh, city collaboration. So it is remarkable how quickly we found uh, each other expressing the very same commitments and concerns during our discussion with fellow mayors. I recall uh, both of us saying, uh, first, we want our city to be open and welcoming. We want it to be attractive for young people, for those who look for a place uh, to make uh, their lives, to create something. And we want people to stay and contribute to feel at home. Then at the first sight, one could think that Milano and Freetown do not have much in common. And there we were, both of us, feeling uh, to alliance. So going from unknown peers to like-minded partners on an equal footing. There was no way we could avoid discussing tragedy and the sense of ethnicism, the too many deaths in the Mediterranean, of the too many lives lost. So we talk about how the whole narrative, as uh, Yvonne said before, on migration from Africa to Europe, was uh, skewed on a negative uh, and misleading. And from there, it did not take uh, much for us to feel that we wanted to portray a different narrative on human mobility between uh, our two continents, not only our cities. We felt there was an enormous potential in contributing existing and newly initiated city-co-city collaboration results. We felt this would enrich uh, the dialogue between the two continents. And we are lucky enough to find partners to support us. We also knew that there are very committed fellow mayors and the mayor interested in portraying a different narrative, building on city, long-standing collaboration with other cities. 
So now we are a group of peers that gets uh, stronger with any new mayor coming along. In some way, this is a rule. If you are a new mayor, you come along, you are with us. We will ask you a contribution. Now, the motto, growth and solidarity, came about uh, during the first conversation. As I was presenting my credo for my city of Milan, was, it was the, the motto of my electoral campaign uh, five years ago. And I believe we need both growth and solidarity to ensure a functioning and livable city. Then honestly, the shocking impact of the pandemic has further convinced me and us that extra efforts are needed to support growth and to share it with us. Thank you. Thank you very much, both Mayor Saki Sawyer and Mayor Sala. So let me bring in now uh, the other two speakers. Marta Forest, you're working closely with the mayors. How will this dialogue work in practice? Who is involved and what will happen next? The cities involved in the initiatives are working together towards innovative partnerships where they learn from each other, but also do things together. Uh, Mayor Akisoya mentioned the fashion industry in Milan and Freetown and Amsterdam actually are involved in this partnership. The cities of Maputo, Bristol and others are beginning to develop some collaborative work, the reality of housing for urban residents from different parts. The idea is that these partnerships will allow the cities to test new ways of working that will range from learning from one another to collaboratively working, for example, on skills partnerships and opportunities for training and job placements. And the proof of the pudding, as they say here in London, will be very much that innovative financing uh, will support some of these initiatives. And so by coming together in this dialogue, the mayors and the cities will reach out to public and private actors that are interested in collaborating with the initiative and dialogue. And for all these reasons, it's so important that the dialogue builds on existing networks, existing relationships between cities that this can build up and further amplify the impact of. Let me finish with two reflections. The first, today we heard that the World Food Programme has won the Nobel Peace Prize. And that's a reminder of how important is an international cooperation, particularly in times of COVID. And yet, I'm sure a number of you online have shared some frustration on the way in which the international systems work, the extent to which it can continue to fuel and foster international cooperation. We've heard how many times leaders of the world struggle to come together to cooperate in an effective manner. And the systems that we have for international cooperation need some rethinking, some modernizing, some innovative ideas. But this is what this dialogue is actually doing. The cities, the mayors are showing the way, and they've done it with this dialogue, but many others, both Mayor Salah and Mayor Rakisoya are at the forefront of a number of initiatives that sees mayors stepping up to the challenge of international cooperation. This dialogue is about all of us. And this in the context of migration really matters because we are really stuck with a narrative that is about us and them. It's us, the citizens, and them, the migrants and the refugees. When it comes to people who live in cities, it is about everyone who is an urban resident. It is about all of us. And so if with this dialogue, we can do something to stop this negative narrative of us and them. This dialogue is really about charting a different path towards a way of considering the reality of the fact that people move, have always moved, will continue to move 
to and from cities. And so we better get on with finding practical ways to make that movement a choice and an opportunity rather than sometimes a tragic journey. Thank you. Thank you very much, Marta. Let me now turn to Professor Ricky Burdett. Now, Professor Burdett, we are keen to hear, in a way, your reaction to this new initiative. And if you can help us a bit place this initiative in the broader policy landscape, we see this playing an increasingly central role globally. 2.5 billion more people are going to be moving into cities in the next 30 years many of them in Africa and Asia. And that is partly because of natural birth, but a lot to do with migration from rural to cities, but also between countries. Why does this dialogue matter now? Because some of the structural issues that Mayor Sala and Mayor Akisoy have talked about are certainly going to be there unless something changes. And what has struck me in hearing what I've just heard is that it's not only a thematic issue on one of the fundamental issues of humankind, the question of migration and dignity, but also that it has a strong moral undercurrent. I think uh, Beppe Sala repeated rightly the notion that, you know, the concept of growth and solidarity are not just the heart of his campaign, but I think a shared common ground amongst all the cities involved. So I think that is very particular, Andrew, in terms of this initiative. The second point, which leads, let's call it to perhaps my uh, provocation or just simply questioning, is the fact that, of course, it's good for cities like yours to talk to each other. But in the end, there are some limits as to what you can do. Issues of dealing with people moving into your city land on your doorstep. But who pays for the housing? Who actually provides for the national policy for infrastructure? Who is actually in charge of health or schools? And I think Milan knows about these issues on the ground. And that really comes down to two or three sort of big issues, which I think are cutting across the themes of migration. And that is the control of services. Who can control the schools? Who can invest in them? And where do those conflicts of priorities, let's say, with national government or in the Italian case, even provincial or regional priorities, how do you actually manage those interfaces? I think would be interesting to hear. Because the other two or three points which are coming up, Angelo, right now with the COVID debate of whose jurisdiction, who's in charge actually of the areas and where these interventions happen is not clear. I mean, just think of the, the mess between Governor Cuomo, the great hero of the states of America, and Bill de Blasio identifying on two different maps at the same time of day, which are the new hotspots of COVID and which schools or bars or rentals had to be closed. The two maps did not align because they had different forms of actually um, putting data together, not to mention developing a policy. And we've heard the debate literally these days as we speak. The mayors of Manchester, uh, the mayors of Liverpool, the cities in the north, are highly worried about impositions being made without anyone knowing on the ground that are taken in London miles away. But I think why this initiative is so significant is, again, because it focuses down on a narrow theme with enormous and global consequences and with a notion of practical solutions. But on the other hand, I don't think you can escape 
in this debate, dealing with these different levels of tensions of governance, whether it's regional versus local, whether it's national versus municipal. And therefore, I'd be interested to know how your network and your debates will also bring that into the discussion. I want to just pick up on the last point that Ricky made in terms of the governance structures. In the case of Sierra Leone in Freetown, this is something we face daily. And I know that it's it's a common problem all over the world. There has to be a recognition that this is not going to go away. In the context in which governance is done globally, it will be messy and it's going to stay messy because we're talking about conflicts of power. And it becomes even more complicated when the, the political party dimension comes into it, where you've got a Republican and a Democrat, or in my case, you know, opposition mayor, um, different to the central government. But I think what we are seeking to do with the mayor's dialogue is the way that I've approached the challenge of Freetown. When I chose to run for office, I was many times asked, what was I going to do with this total mess? I would answer back, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I'm not convinced the elephant will ever get fully eaten, but there is absolutely no point in giving up because of the scale of the problem. And we are never going to have a clean, tidy, neat textbook style form of governance. In fact, with the political and economic dynamics post-conflict, it's probably going to be more messy than it's been before. But organizations or initiatives like the Mayor's Dialogue can be very helpful in allowing synergies and collaborations with those who are like-minded in order to continue to push forward on a trajectory that we feel um, is going to be important for the development of our cities and our residents. Mayor Sala. Let me tell you one thing, which is specificity on my country. Because you know that the Second World War ended in 1945. So from the end of the Second World War, 75 years. In 75 years, in Italy, we had 71 governments. So my point is that to solve complex situations, it takes time. It is possible, but having time at city level, my mandate goes on for five years or 10 years, which is a sufficient time to practically work on uh, an issue like migration. And mainly now, with this pandemic, and the, it is clear that it is necessary to rebuild uh, the city. Now, being mayor of Milan, have I to continuously look to the upper middle class or even to young people, even to the foreign-born residents who normally are in condition to push, are in condition to risk, are in condition to project a different future. So this is why it is fundamental that mayor try to be even more independent. So thank you again to all the speakers and to the audience.